what is up guys it is the blue blood tier back with another interview and i have a guy a lot of you guys wanted to get on the show new tennessee state quarterback draylon ellis formerly austin Peay's starting quarterback he was the preseason ovc player of the year a two-time ovc all-american a hero sport sophomore all-american and has a it has really all the accolades you could look for man for for only a two-year player man so draylon i appreciate you coming on the show yes sir thank you for having me so coming out of high school man you were a three-star recruit of one of the best players coming out of your district for you which teams were recruiting you the hardest and what was your overall recruiting experience like when you were coming out of high school so austin p austin p was probably recruiting me the hardest um I didn't get my first offer till my senior. No, I'll have to take that back. My junior year um, from like a D2 school, it was the startup of my offers. But Austin P, UT Martin, and a couple other FCS schools were recruiting me hard. But Austin P just took me out of there. It felt like a, I mean, a family, uh, family-based program. It could put me in the best position to make it to the next level. And, you know, you kind of talked about why you committed to Austin P, but you got to campus, man, immediately became an instant contributor. COVID hits right when you get to campus. You guys have to play a spring season. You become an All-American, one of the freshman player of the year. For you, what were the keys to being an instant impact contributor as a true freshman? Probably maturing, um, studying the playbook, getting the – we had a lot of coaching changes. So when I got there, um, it was a probably a, I was on quarantine about two weeks. Um, then I got off about a week and then I got back on about a week. So it was a long process. But after that, I mean, it was all about business and all about work. So I really just tuned in to tune into my craft and did what I had to do. And uh, I let the rest play out from there. I like it, man. And you you've been a you're a two-time OVC All-American, Hero Sports All-American for you. How much did that mean to you to have that instant success and to be named one of the best players in your conference? I was kind of an under underdog all my life. So I mean it felt it felt wonderful to not just prove to the people that didn't believe in me, uh show them I mean the fans, my family. Um, the people that supported me. So it felt, it felt very good. And, you know, a lot of people were wondering, man, you were coming off of another All-American season. Austin P was one of the top teams in the OVC. What were some of the factors that led to your decision to transfer away from Austin P after this past season? I would say um, find, a, find a new home that would put me in the best position to make it to the NFL. I mean, that's my dream. So I sat down with my family um, and just really talked it out and hashed it out. And we made a decision um, that would make me the best decision for me, uh, put me in the best program to put me in the best position to make it to the next level. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about Tennessee State, man. Let, let's let's get this two-part question here. One, what was their recruiting pitch to you? And then, two, what ultimately led you to commit to Tennessee State? Their, 
as soon as I hopped in the portal about two days after um, Coach George called me and we had a really good talk. And after I me mean, after that, I mean, after the talk, uh, I really started looking into Tennessee State and really started loving it. Then I went down and really just sat down with him face-to-face and offensive coordinator and got to see the program. I mean, we played them twice, so uh, <laughs> I know how they I know how they work. But, um, I mean, he was a, like a really great coach, a really, really great man. Um, I want to be a coach after, after football, NFL, if it doesn't work out. So he can put me in the best position to um, to coach after. And you you've seen it too, just at especially at the FCS level, the eight, eight, this HBCU movement when where a lot of the top players now are deciding to go to trans HBCUs or transfer to HBCUs. You saw you yourself, your teammate Terrell Allen, another All American. We saw Jackson State land a five star prospect in Travis Hunter. For you, how much did this new HBCU movement influence your decision as well? At first, I was kind of iffy about it, but I just, I mean, I really sat down and thought about it, and I really wanted to play for HBCU, so the HBCU movement, it really influenced my decision, but it was honestly like a a family decision, so stay close to home and find the best program to fit fit my skill set and put me on the platform to go to the next level. And I know you're newer, you know, you're newer getting to Tennessee State and probably haven't had a lot of time around the program. But for you, just based on what you've seen so far, what makes Eddie George such a special head coach? And what is he kind of like behind the scenes? So I haven't, I mean, I've been up there twice, but he's just a, just a great man. I feel like he's a great leader. Um, I mean, a great, like a great businessman. So he's played college football and play NFL football so he knows I mean what it takes and what it what you need to do to get to the next level so I mean he's a great man a great coach also for sure man you're seeing it pay off on the recruiting trail in a big way this all season but we got to get to this upcoming season I've mentioned the All-American Awards I've mentioned the big games you've had and everything like that but for you how do you follow that up what are your goals for the 2022 season First, I have to go in there and earn my teammates' respect, um, earn the starting job, and then I mean I did all those accolades, but I want to I want to keep getting those accolades. But I'm going for national championship this year. Um, that's where I set my goals for. So I, I mean, I like I, it. American again, <laughs> offensive player of the year, and that national championship. You know, you actually might be. I got to do a little bit of research, but you might be the first guy to win, be an OVC All American for multiple teams. I can't remember a guy who who <laughs> won, who was an All American on two different teams in the same conference. So I like it. But for you, I know the senior answer, man. It's the first game of the season. You guys got a tough game against Eastern Washington up there on the red turf. But for you, which games on the schedule do you have that you ha- you have circled that you're looking forward to the most? Every, I mean, every game you have to go in and look for it to the most because you have to go one and know every week. But I feel like the tradition, uh, Tennessee State versus Jackson State, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it's the last, it's the last one. So I mean, I can make a big impact on that one. So there's a lot of fans and stuff going to be there. So I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. 
it's definitely going to be sold out. And that's one of the games I'll be at too. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup there. And looking at your game, man, the games evolve over the season so much just due to development, learning more about the playbook, things like that. But for you, how has your game evolved from freshman year up and up to the guy I'm talking to right now about to be a third year player for Tennessee State? I mean, that was a that was a great development at Austin P. Coach Scotty did a great job with fitting fitting my game around the offense. But I mean, my quarterback coaches I work with two: Coach Thomas quarter, at quarterback country and Coach Ramon Robinson. Um, we just do different drills, and they develop me in a different way to be prepared for the game. Um, just harder, like harder drills, um, stuff I'm not comfortable with. So in the game, I would I mean I would be. I would be feeling comfortable with doing it if it came to that instinct. I mean, I, I like to hear that. And for you, player comparisons are always a huge thing. But just looking at yourself through your own lens, which NFL player right now do you feel like your game models the most? Deshaun Watson, for sure. Um, just because, I mean, the, the leadership role he, I mean, he plays in, his throwing motion, his, I mean, his running game. Um, what well, he can he can make a great impact on the field. Uh, <laughs> the swag he brings, uh, he lights up the room. Um, just everything about him, and I feel like I I bring the same thing. I, I can see that 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 was the answer I would have by far too. I just just like you said, the play style is there. I can definitely see it. But everyone has their own superstitions. I was very superstitious when I was playing. But for you, what is your pregame routine to go out there and ball out between those white lines on game day? I always got to make sure I pray with my dad and my mom on the phone before the game. Just have the right music in my ear. Um, It's not too – I'm always ready for game day, so it's not too much I got to do. So I just make sure I pray and some good music, and I'm ready to go. I like it. And, you know, this is a newer question on the show. A lot of people, for some reason, always love this question. But for you, what was your welcome to college moment where you were just like, oh, man, this this is different? <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Pro- it was it was weird during, I mean, COVID year because I was quarantined so much. But let me see. Oh, okay, cool. Um, we we played three games. We played three games um, in this in the COVID year against Central Arkansas, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. And the Pittsburgh game, I mean, against some great talent, FBS talent. They were big, like they were <laughs> they were very big. They were moving very fast. So it was like me welcome to big boy football. Um, <laughs> you got to get your big boy pants on. And you got to get prepared to work. So that was probably my welcome to college moment. I, I mean, they had, I think they had like three or four D linemen drafted these past few years. So I'm not surprised. I mean, that, that D line up there at Pitt was, was something different. And speaking of that, man, who, you know, you can pick more than one, but who are some of the best defensive players you've ever had to go up against? Uh, we went against Ole Miss, um, the defensive end that just got drafted to the Cowboys, my favorite team, oh, number yeah. seven. He was probably the best defensive player because I mean I I got hit by him so many like several times and they just weren't just soft hits like they were <laughs> damaging hits. Um, let me see. 
Number twenty-four from Simo. He was pretty. He was pretty solid at the at the cornerback position. Um, but oh, oh, for sure, T- Tennessee State. They had the best defense in the OVC, so they had I mean they had a pretty solid defense for sure. It wasn't just one player on their defense, but it was I mean multiple players making impacts and making my life hard when we win against them twice. So, Hey, at least you get to see them in practice now. It's not – you don't have to go see them on Saturdays anymore. You oh. just get to see them in practice. <laughs> oh, it's the only practice. It's the only practice. <laughs> I love it, man. And for you, I know the quarterback has a lot going on, so it's tough for QBs to be big trash talkers. But for you, how big of a trash talker are you during the game? I, pro- I, I, focus, I focus on myself. Honestly, unless unless somebody's just talking trash to me, I gotta talk trash back. But other than that, I'm really just trying to lead my offense down the field and put as put as many points as a board on the board as I can. So, I mean, if you're not just if you're not just talking trash to me, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> I like it. it. For going back to Austin P, man, I gotta ask you this: Who was the biggest trash talker last year on that team? Uh, Kobe Perry for sure. <laughs> that goes, yeah. The, she just transferred to UCF. Yeah, he was the yeah. biggest trash talker ever. You would hear him every single day, every minute. Just, just not on the field, off the field too. So, but it was, it was fun going against him for sure. Oh man, I like it. And this, you don't have to give away all your secrets, man. You're coming up to the line of scrimmage. What is the number one mistake that the secondary can make against you? Probably, I, I would say man defense. Uh, like, I would, I would hate for a defense to go in man because, like, I mean, I can make, I feel like I can make any throw on the field, and I mean the film shows it. But I just, I, I would hate for a defense to go man because I mean I'm going to air it out, and I love going deep. So if I can check, if I can check to an audible of, of a deep route, I'm going to a deep route for sure. I like it. And building off of that, what is your favorite route to throw? You could pick any of them, man. What's your number one? If you had to go to, which what would it be? The post ball. I'm going to the post ball for sure. I love throwing the post. I, I can tell, Matt. Listen, that highlight tape that we posted for the promo, there were like four or five in there that you just oh, hit on the money. It, oh, we got to have posts in the offense. <laughs> I like it. And, you know, we know what it is, man. You've played at Austin Peay, you're coming to Tennessee State. We understand that a lot of people who don't cover FCS football really seem to overlook players at this level. You're one of the best at this level. Your dream is the NFL. For you, what is your response to people who may overlook you for playing at the FCS level? I feel like people just look at the, I mean, the film and – I mean, really just test out the, their IQ, um, the player's IQ about the game. I feel like, honestly, there's great competition in FCS ball. I understand there's, I mean, there's big boy ball and FBS football, but I feel like you can make it to the NFL anywhere you go. Um, you just have to, I mean, make the right decisions and do what you got to do on and off the field and Wherever you wherever you are, um, it doesn't matter D two, D three, JUCO. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are. You just have to put in the work and do what you gotta do. And I mean, let pray to God and <laughs> let it just play off from there. That 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 is a fact, man. It's not that long ago Tennessee State had a first round pick, real a top twenty pick 
and Rodgers Cromartie not too long ago. And I think we saw 24 FCS players go off the board this year, two first-round picks. I agree with that completely. But the final question here, man, if an NFL franchise asks you when you enter the draft next year or the year after what they're going to get in Draylon Ellis, what do you tell them? I will bring in a great leadership role. I mean, first, uh, I will be a – I mean, not bragging or anything. I will be a franchise guy for sure. I will come in and put put in the work. I will be a great team player. Um, I mean, I will lead by example. So, I mean, and I will make a very good impact on and off the field. So, that's why I would probably – I mean, that's why I would tell an NFL team. Hey, I like it, man. And, you know, what is your message to all the Tennessee State fans out there? What can they expect from you? What can they expect from this team going into the season? And what's your message to all those Tiger fans out there? We're going to make a – the band's going to make a lot of music. Roy, Roy City. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm to do what I got to do on the field. I'm going to make a big impact. And let's get ready to compete for the uh, national championship. I love it, man. Hey, I got you guys winning the OVC, getting that auto bid. I'm excited for this team, man. You guys are loaded on both sides of the ball. But this is all about promoting you guys, man. Let people know where they can follow you on social media, contact you for NIL deals, anything you want to promote, any messages you want to give, man. Shout outs. This time is yours. Yes, sir. Thank you. For Oh, you, go ahead, man. You can plug all oh, your no, social no, medias no, and all that. Man. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. My bad. Uh, my Instagram is Jalen Ellis, Jalen Ellis four. My Instagram is me. My bad. My Twitter handle is Draylon underscore Ellis nine. Uh, I don't have a Facebook, so <laughs> that that'll probably be it. Um, my new number, my new number is gonna be seven. I won't be in the nine Ooh. anymore. So. I like it. I like it, man. Listen, guys, make sure to go follow Draylon on all social media platforms. The bigger he gets his platforms, the better and bigger deals come his way. Plus, my guy just got verified on Instagram. We got to get him verified on Twitter next. So y'all need to go follow that Twitter for sure, man. But guys, for Draylon Ellis, for myself and for the Blue Bloods, we are out for right now. Yes, sir.